0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: This is episode 298 of the Dersage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Brought to you by TotalSaddleFit.com, by by Mita D. Wormers, and Dr. Rose's Remedies.
2: This is Reese Koppler stanfield from Wellington, Florida.
1: And this is Philip Parks from Fergus, Ontario, and you're listening to the Chassage Radio Show with our friend, producer, Glenn.
0: Hey, guys. It's so nice to see, we actually see you guys over the weekend, and we're going to talk a little bit about Fergus, all of us being together for the first time ever. It was so
2: <laughs> fun. It was great. It was great to have you guys down here, and it was great. Um, you know, to, I can't believe you boys have never met before.
0: Everybody was, was kind great. of surprised at that because we've been doing this show for what two and a half years, maybe. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah like almost three. And well, so, before
0: we talk about all that, though, one mistake we always make on the shows, and I hear about it from the listeners, is we got let's mention who's coming up later. Okay.
2: You got it. So we don't get in trouble. We don't like that. That's right. But we have. Um, so today we have Michelle Folden on. Michelle is a USDF bronze and silver medalist and an L graduate with distinction. She has got a great. Tip for us. And she's also going to talk to us about the USEF dressage seat metal equitation because we never, we haven't spent a lot of time on that program. So uh, we had dinner with her this weekend and it was fun to hear about that program. uh, So to help people sort of get organized for the year. And then we have Aiden Uller, a friend of the show. She's wonderful. Aiden's coming on to talk to us a little bit about the American equestrian. Got Talent. Uh, it's a talent show going on here in Wellington. It's a great fundraiser, and it happens every Wednesday. Uh, and she won the first week, so she's going to talk to us a little bit about that. So that's what we have on the show this week. Yeah, fun stuff. Really good show.
0: So uh, Jennifer and I, my wife and I, headed down to Wellington, and we got there before Philip and Meredith did and uh, had got to spend an evening watching Dressage. I saw at least 10 tests. Yes, you were so in the rain and cold behind It was was. for
2: for Florida standards. (laughs) It was rainy and cold, but it was the five star. So I was like, Glenn, if we're
0: gonna watch Versace, I could not get it. You're
1: gonna watch it. It's a freestyles. Yeah, five star. It was great. It was was, was fun. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it was very fun. And some of them had terrific music. Um, and, and you know, and it was good. It was just a lot of fun. And who ended up winning that night, Reese?
2: Lars Peterson won. Uh, Stefan Peters was second, Stephen and Mikala, yeah, yeah, really good freestyle. And Mikola Gunderson uh, was third with My Lady. So it was a very competitive class. Um, I've seen uh, uh, Lars and Mikala; they've been sort of duking it out all season down here, uh, and both horses looked fantastic. And uh, and, and Stefan had a, quite a good freestyle. Um, I would say maybe a little bit on the conservative side. He had not had a very good Grand Prix the day before, but actually it was a really tough. He hasn't brought Legolas out since the WAG. Uh, And here that day, it has been beautiful. I'm talking beautiful since we've gotten here all January. But I am telling you the day of the five-star Grand Prix, it poured It didn't just sort of pour, it poured to the point where my arena, literally there were ducks waddling in the ring. Like it was crazy. So I felt really terrible for all the competitors in that Grand Prix because here it's a five star, it's a really big deal, and it is pouring. So they had to change the times and change the times again. And literally it got to the point where I I was like, I don't even know when they're riding the Grand Prix. They canceled um, I would,
0: all the jumping. The whole, yeah. Everything over at Jumping got canceled, yes. and you guys still rode.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, and, and that's a testament, honestly, to how nice the global facility is because I have nice footing here at my farm, and there was no way we were riding. And the same thing with the jumping. Like, they they haven't canceled uh, jumping in a very, very long time. And uh, so that's always tough, you know, when you're riding a big, big show like that, and you don't really know what time you're riding. And frankly, you can't even get the horses out of the barn. I mean, my horses we just gave him some hay and honestly we all came in the house and hung out like it just really wasn't. We did watch it in a question. We watched a video. Uh, so that was good. We all got a little training in, but, uh, it really poured that day. And so, um, I'm not exactly sure what happened in Stefan's Grand Prix, but he was like seventh or eighth. Uh, so he was a little bit, uh, maybe slightly conservative, but had a great, great freestyle. And, um, those Friday night lights, uh, it really is such a fun event, and uh, my husband's enjoyed it. When Travis was here, we took him. Glenn, you enjoyed it. So I would encourage anybody that comes down, it's it's actually free uh, to go. And, and, and it was packed. Are... They had a
0: record crowd the night we were yeah, there. Yeah, they had a
2: record crowd, so... Um, it, it's really a fun thing to do. It's on Friday nights at Global. Um, well, I got to pretty... tell you,
0: can I tell you who, at my, I don't know much about dressage, obviously, uh, but I had a favorite. And I got to okay. give a shout out to Devin Kane, just because I loved her music and her tests together. Um, her music was much more fun and lively, and, and it had the Pink Panther song in it. So yes. know, how could it be bad, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, it was just fun. I just liked it. I just li- And I actually dropped her a note and told her that she was my favorite that night.
2: Well, we she's been on the show. She is great. And we were, we'll just have to have her on, Glenn, and she'll tell you how she uh, she made that freestyle. I think that would be you would enjoy that on um, hearing how cool. she did that. So
0: cool. You yeah, got my so- music vote.
2: Yes, yeah. and she had a really good test. Actually, she was over seventy percent and uh, had really improved from. I uh,
0: thought she should have had higher. And if I was yeah, the I judge, <laughs> if, Glenn was the too,
2: if Glenn was the judge, was judge, she had a really good test. Actually, very, very, very good. Um, so it was really a fun night. And I mean, we just really we we did all kinds of things over the weekend, didn't we, guys?
0: Yeah, and then Reese or then Philip came in. I got to meet Meredith and Philip for the first time, and and then what did we do with the, the night? Philip gets there, we go to jumping. Because yeah. we, to jumping. <laughs> we yeah. went to
2: jumping.
0: That was a
1: fun class. They they had a charity class with um, teams of th- two and three riders that that rode kind of a a jumping relay, and the winner the winner the winning team won um, I think quite a bit of money for for a charity. So that was a really oh, fun. That all the riders were dressed night, up too. as superheroes. Yeah, it was and, fun. And uh, The horses were yeah. all done up with spray Costumes. paint and yeah. all kinds.
0: <laughs> yeah. It that was, was cool.
2: crazy, and we met Very Emily,
0: yeah, Emily who does the jumping show. Yep,
2: of the jumping show. Okay. show she co-host. is a doll, and uh, so that was that was big fun. That was a lot of fun that we got to do that and uh, hang out at jumping. And then on Sunday, you guys came over to the farm
0: here we to see Reese ride. I haven't seen you ride since you did the 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 uh, opening test at the World Equestrian Games. That's how long it's been. Yeah, it was uh, yeah two thousand ten.
2: It was a test event in 2010, which is a long, you know, obviously a long time ago now. So Glenn got to come over and meet some of my horses. And uh, that was a ton of fun. I loved it.
0: And you have it was, two sweet girls working with you right now, too. I do.
2: I have got to give a shout out to Ashley Rand and Lauren Hunter. They are doing great. I, we we will get them on the show. We'll let them uh, tell some dish on what it's like uh, working for me. But it, they will we'll get them on the show
1: when you're not on the show. Or That's or yeah, right. Co host with me. That's and right. Then, yeah. we'll, then mm-hmm. we'll find out what's yeah. going on down yeah. in Florida.
2: It's true. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I don't know if I will let that. Well, we live together, so they've got all kinds of dish. No, I'm just kidding. I'm pretty pretty quiet I'm around say here. How
1: messy you are! And...
2: No, no, I'm going to say how messy they are, and they're going to. Do... <laughs> That's the joke. Like you know, my room is. Yeah. I'm I'm actually kind of a neat freak, so. Um...
0: I, I was in the house, and I and it's yeah. a pretty small house, so I can <laughs> attest to the fact that I think Reese is the neat one. I give yeah. her that. <laughs> yeah,
2: pretty neat. Yeah. I'm a neat freak, so. Uh, but we, it's fun and we'll get their perspective. We'll get them on the show and, and let, them, let everybody hear what it's like to work here. You know, I think a little bit of Florida people think, and you guys know this, like uh, that we're on vacation, but we are not on vacation. We, we've we got 11 horses and uh, feeding and That's turning great. out and it's, it's a lot of work, Uh But phenomenal. I mean, great work. But the girls, really, they work hard. So I'm going to have to get them a nice treat for the end of season, for sure. They've been fun, and we've had a good time. They came with us to jumping and to uh, dressage. So uh, we we do try to get off the farm at least once a day.
0: I got two (laughs) observations that I made while I was down there. We actually, Jennifer and I, went down Saturday to Delray Beach, and we took a cruise down the intercoastal waterway past all the millionaires' houses. And so, so the one comment I have is, somebody has money left in this world because, Oh my God, uh, between Wellington and the, the houses along the intercoastal waterway, it's just unfrickin believable at Palm beach, of course. And then, uh, the second thing I have is if you want to make money in Southern Florida, become a hedge trimmer because there are more hedges in in Wellington than I've seen anywhere.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And they're beautifully manicured. I mean, Wellington is just such a, such a beautiful place in the winter. Uh, Philip, what is your temperature today? We're recording on Thursday. <laughs> uh, what Thursday, is your temperature in it's Canada? Just,
1: uh, the, the winter is supposed to, or this weekend is supposed to be the worst. And I got back yesterday. I got to check my phone. I want to get an accurate thing. And an accurate. In,
2: I'll check my put phone. Put it in uh,
1: degrees Fahrenheit Thursday evening. Partly cloudy. <laughs> minus six degrees Fahrenheit with oh. the wind chill. Minus 27.
0: Whoa. <laughs> i oh, not going to be doing like much that? riding that day. Um, like <laughs> <currently> that. <laughs> it is.
2: It is. We um, did not
0: ride today. No. <laughs> no.
2: No. Currently, it is 67 degrees in Wellington, Florida. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's a, a little. Top. We may put the put the you know the sheets on because it's supposed to get in the 50s. <laughs> a little sheet action tonight. Yeah. So. Uh,
1: tonight there is a uh, winter cold warning.
2: Oh God.
1: Yeah. So
2: I feel bad for every. I really truly. Um. I I I am. I'm thinking about all you guys. Oh, yeah,
1: think about us. Yeah.
2: yeah, I do, and that's that's cold. That's really cold. That's dangerous cold. So, um, but yeah, um, yeah, we'll put a little little jacket on tonight. But it, but it is true. Like when you're here, and we all know that. Like when it's summer or nice, and you're in t-shirts, and you can really train the horses. And that's the difference.
1: And that's that's key. That's why yeah, you're
2: we, there. We are we are the for the pleasure. But you know, yesterday I had a lesson with uh, my. Uh, Almost Grumpy Horse. He, um, I had
3: a long, lesson with Philip.
2: Yeah, I come along. I had a lesson yes. with Philip on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, I had a lesson with Kathy Connolly. And uh, she asked me how many ones I could get. And I said, I, I, I can get six ones. And by goodness, did that horse do 11 ones. That was pretty cool. So I had a lesson in the morning with Kathy Connolly, And then a lesson uh, with Zoe. And then an the afternoon with Hello, a lesson with Scott Hassler. So, uh, and I trained with Philip the day before. So... Oh my goodness, we're all a little bit, honestly, we're we're a little (laughs) tired today here at uh, Maple Crest South. uh, uh, And then this weekend's also a big training weekend, so uh, lots of good stuff going on. Do
1: you think the the shows are in your future coming up?
2: Yeah, we're going to show, uh, Ashley is showing this weekend, showing two. um, And uh, I have a clinic with Reen Vandershoff, who trains Zoe, so I'm sort of busy doing that. And then... uh, I think I show next weekend for the first time. So yeah, they're coming up. Good. Coming yeah, along. it's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. coming along. So Well the whole thing good. will be
1: over before you know it. So I'm just it's true. I, was, I was bugging you to get out. He was he was poking. He was getting. Yeah, he's take like, Are you showing?
2: Advantage. Um, and then I have a very generous client that I'm working on. Um uh she we we've been working a fourth level freestyle for her. And uh, to be honest, I still have two scores of to get my silver bar. I have two. That I did when I was a young rider. So I'm going to steal her horse and her freestyle. And, uh, Laura Phillips, uh, is very, very generous. And I'm going to do that down here. So hopefully I'll come home with a, uh, with a little, with a few more scores and a, a new medal for my shad belly and, uh, and borrow her horse to do that. So that's like that again. That's, that's, there's a horse show every day here almost, not every, but, uh, there's horse shows, a lot of horse shows, which means actually a lot of paperwork. (laughs) that <laughs> i'm getting in the swing of doing so i finally <laughs> have that all organized so uh, right after this commercial break we're going to come back uh and we're going to talk with michelle Folden. she's going to give us our total saddle fit tip of the week uh, along with a discussion on the metal seat
0: championships we're going to hear next from buy me to dewormers the dewormer that all of us here at the horse radio network use for our horses We all know the importance of deworming our horses, and Dr. Ellefson of Biomita Equine is helping us make sure we are doing it right. Listen for his four-part series the first week of every month on this very show. I just wanted to remind everyone, if you are due for deworming, why not save a few bucks on the popular Biomita line of wormers, including Equimax, Bimectin, Exodus, Exodus Multidose, and Equal. You can find coupons and special offers at buymediaequine.com, including a variety of rebate offers from cash to free ivermectin. You can also get up to $2 a dose back for Equimax. And while you're at Buy Equine, get your free Horse Health Record Keeper, and you can just download it there. Plus, learn a bunch about parasites and deworming at bi that's B-I-M-E-D-A, equine.com. We at the Horse Radio Network all use Buy Meta dewormers because we want the best for our horses, and we know you want the best for yours, too. bi equine.com, and tell them the Horse Radio Network sent you. This week's dressage training tip is brought to you by Total Saddle Fit, home of the shoulder relief gird at totalsaddlefit.com.
2: Well, this evening, we are so happy to have a friend of Philip and I's, Michelle Folden. She is from Charleston, South Carolina, and she is a bronze and silver medalist and an L graduate with distinction. Michelle, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, we we saw you the other night. We had the pleasure of, oh, we all got together for dinner, and we said, Michelle, it is time to come on the show for a trainer tip of the week. So what is our tip for this week? Well,
4: that's when I said, oh, my goodness, what am I going to talk about? (laughs) Anyway, I, um, well, Philip laughed and said, well, what don't you talk about? But (laughs) going on. Uh,
1: Well, yeah, we had a conversation about having to limit you down to about, you know, 20 minutes instead of three or four hours, but
4: uh, I think we can do it tonight, eh? Anyway, um, I would love to talk about how your writing form has functioned and how important that is. Our writing school teaches quite a bit of junior writers and adult amateurs, and um, Reese had shared with me that lots of the listeners are adult amateurs, which is fantastic, and I just wanted to maybe give some things to think about. Um, that they could carry on with them into their riding, into their day riding. Um, And basically, you know, really thinking about how important your form is versus just the movements. And, you know, we get lots of adult amateurs that come to us and have entered a test or junior riders or any rider. And they get so focused on the movements of the test that sometimes they forget how important their position is and that their position actually is the leader in um, taking the horse through those movements. And I think it's important that the rider not just focus on that movement, but in between the movements, really go through a position check, that they're sitting straight, they have that nice straight line that we all learned about in riding school, ear, shoulder, hip, heel, that they think about how tall they're sitting, and Kind of position check. So if you've made the leg yield and you're making the corner, say to yourself, can I press my heels down through this corner? Am I riding this corner? And that they really make every step count, not only for the horse, but for them.
1: I think I'm going to go one step beyond that and make sure that while you're doing the movements, that you're doing your position check because no movement should throw you out of your position. And, and it, you know, it, even if the horse is going really well, you want the rider to make it look beautiful while they're doing it, right? Because, you I, know, we're always judged. I totally judged. agree. We're, we're always I, judged together as a combination. And, you know, well, you can't, you know, some people fall back on, well, you know, I fell on my hip, but the horse did a really good job, so I did good, right? Well, <laughs> not not always. Not always.
4: Yeah, I, th- I think you're exactly right. And I, I think that it's so hard sometimes when you do get so focused on that one movement that you do allow yourself to kind of give up what you know is correct with your equitation. So I think in a checklist, when you're not doing that movement, if you can really make your brain start to think about it, I do think that then it does carry over in, you know, through your movements. And um, even today, I, I thought about, you know, what am I going to talk about? And I was having a lesson myself because it's so fantastic here. That's why we're here is to train every day. And I, kept thinking, push my heels down, push my heels down. And I promise you, the horse's trot got better just from <laughs> pushing my heels yeah, down. I didn't do absolutely. a certain thing except push the heels down. And okay. I also think it's so important that the riders remember, you know, when you're on that horse, you're training or untraining. And that's not just for the horse. That's for you. That If you're going to dedicate those 45 minutes to your riding time, dedicate it. Sit up. You know, really hold your posture. Sometimes I'll look over and see, especially my junior riders, they'll be slumped over talking to each other during the moment of a lesson. And I always say to them, you know, these are my 45 minutes. These are your 45 minutes. Make the most of it. Give it everything you have. And I, you know, I say the same with when you're, you know, walking or trotting or cantering that horse, that's your day. You have to own it. So if you're going to let the horse walk that slow, don't be upset when you get the score on your free walk that it says it needs more energy because you've been training the slow energy walk. And I, I think both of those tips of just remembering your form and really dedicating yourself to those 45 minutes to an hour.
1: I, I love the phrasing, yeah. own it, right? Own your ride. Yeah. Own your position. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's all about you. So get yeah. it yeah. done, right?
4: And you know, make it yours, Exactly.
2: And we, we talk about this, too, and this is a sort of another element on, on this discussion, and, and that is there is a level of fitness that needs to happen as well. And, and we have a, actually a trainer tip waiting for us, uh, for a rider who wants some more fitness tips. And I think that the fitter you can be, and, and I can say that because I'm, I'm working on it myself. I'm like, Michelle, we're down here. Oh, sort me, of, too. oh yeah, me, too. me, <laughs> too. We're in boot camp. <laughs> in the gym. Hitting the gym, hitting the yoga studio. And I, and I can be honest the you know, I've been here six weeks and my gosh, those first two weeks were brutal. I just was so tired. And, but the more, the fitter I am, the better I am at even working on my own position. I'm the same way, you know, watch yourself in the corner. Philip just yelled at me all week. It was great. But, you know, watch your seat, watch your fitness. So I'm going to bring that in here too, because I think it ha- it needs, we all need to work on it. And I don't think you even hear of the top, top riders and they work on their fitness. So I think that's just another part to throw in here. The fitter you are, the more muscle control you have, the better you, you ride and the better you feel. So, uh, that was something else I, I just wanted to throw into I, that, that into the I discussion. I totally
4: agree. Cause that's the only way you're truly going to be independent. Um, I am not a vision of fitness. I would like to be, but I do try to spend <laughs> three hours a week just because of my cardio really gets me especially as I've gotten older and that's somewhere where, you know, I know that I really need to spend some time and, um, would love to even have you know more time. I know a lot of riders have really gotten into CrossFit, um, and talk about how, you know, that's really helping them. And, um, you know, I think we all have different things we have to do. If you have a bad back or whatever you need to do yoga and stretching, but, um, those are all of my suggestions. Of no, that's great. Reasons. Yeah, for
1: sure. Yeah. I, I just wanted to add one thing to the, the rider equitation thing. Is is uh, It's about creating good habits, right? Because we all know that we have bad habits that we wish we would have never gotten into. And, and if somebody had been there to tell us, hey, don't do this, don't do that, that uh, that we would be really grateful for. So when, when you're owning your ride and, and when you're running through the boomits or you're running through your tests, the more you can sit correctly and and properly, then you're not creating bad habits. You know, I think we can all say, "Oh, well, today I just want to get it done and run through this or run through that," and 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 we get guilty of, of not really owning the details, right? But when we get into, yeah, I, we're either going to get into good habits or we're going to get into bad habits. So I why totally not every day be in getting into into the right habits and and uh, and not having well, to is- fix things down the road?
4: I think it's very easy, too, to be at home if um, you don't have mirrors. At our firm, we don't have mirrors, and you're not always surrounded by someone who rides better than you or, you know, equitates better than you. It's so good to have a good visual. So if you don't have that, I really always recommend to my riders, you know, watch a a good video the night before or the morning, depending on your timing, and try to emulate them. You know, we all have our our idols that we love, (laughs) And want to try to sit like and be like, and if you can keep that visual in your mind, it's, it really helps. And as you go through your little point checks of, you know, I want I want to try to look like that on a horse.
2: Absolutely. So, Michelle, why we have you on, on the online because we had a great discussion about this the other night um, over dinner. You, we
1: were talking about over dinner, seat medal. Yeah,
2: seat medal. Can you talk a little bit about the process of what a rider goes through for the seat the the USEF the, seat medal championships?
4: Sure. Um, so, the dressage seat um, metal classes come in two age groups. There's 13 and under, and then there's 14 to 18. And the way it works, if you want to go to equitation nationals, then you start the qualifying process just at your normal, you know, regular show schedules, you would go to um, rated horse shows. And you can Get yourself qualified at any level, training, first, second, all the way up, Um, although metal seat really only asks for movements from first level and below. And um, then once you get yourself qualified for regionals, then you can be in the semifinals, or you have a second way of qualifying. You can ride in the dressage seat Equitation class at the horse show, and you have to score 70 or higher, and that is a group class format. And they don't always divide it out by age group, but sometimes with these open shows, so it can get a little tricky. Um, but lots of times if your trainer is into this, they can email the show secretary and ask them to try to, to divide it out by age groups. Once you get to the semifinals, and that always happens at your regional championships, that is divided in age group. And then when you go into your semifinal class, You have to be first or second at your regional semifinal class. And those top two get invited to nationals. And so we have two riders who qualified this year, and their nationals is next summer in Chicago, this coming summer. In Chicago, it happens actually during um, the Young Horse and Developing Horse Championships at Lamplight. And um, so it's, it's kind of a long wait for them. But that is how they do it. And um, it's a wonderful opportunity. So the top 18 riders in each age group come from around the country and gather in Chicago and all compete head to head. And you can do it on a different horse. So whatever horse you qualify on, you don't have to take to the national championships. You can go on a borrowed horse or if your horse is not sound or healthy, you can take a different horse. But they will ask for... Um, patterns written out of a lot of the first-level test and that is on the USEF website. Um, you can pull all those patterns off, and I think there's about four patterns. So they ride in a group format at first and um, walk Trot canner each way, judging your equitation. At nationals, there are three judges, and they have two at the semifinals. And then they um, put you in a Little ranking order and then you ride through your pattern and then at the end the scores are all combined and then they're all placed and it's, it's really great. The class takes a long time. It's nerve wracking. You're pacing and wondering what they're thinking, but it's, it's so fun for the girls and guys to to join in and do that. And it's so important because these young riders are going to ride hopefully for us as they get older. I think it's a little bit fun that they have it at Young Horse Championships because they'll probably be riding these young horses for us at some point. <laughs> and so it's so good that their equitation is fantastic because we want to give these, you know, young horses good teachers. And, um, so down the road, they've developed their seat and they're fantastic. I have to say this year, uh, this past year when we were in Chicago, the young group was super strong. The winner was unbelievable. It's just beautiful riding and I mean, breathtaking to me. Um, so it's, I love to get there and, you know, see what it is. And not everybody is, you know, at that level yet, but it's so good to have that as something to inspire you.
2: Well, Michelle, thank you so much. I'm really glad. We have, we don't really talk about the metal seat program, so I'm really glad that we covered it a little bit tonight, and that it was really fascinating when we had dinner, and so that's why I really wanted to grab you on that. So thanks so much for coming on the show and talking about form follows function. I love it. And uh, how do our listeners find you online?
4: Um, we have a Facebook page, our farm does, and that's Donna River Riding Academy. And you can just look us up on the Facebook page. We try to keep it updated. I have to say, I don't think it's been updated since Versage National, but um, we do try to keep it updated. I'm not so good with being the technology one of the farm, but I'm trying.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we get it. We get it. Well, Michelle, thanks so much for coming on the show, and we look forward to hearing from you in the future. Thanks for having me so
4: much. It was great to chat with you all.
3: One of the most common and dangerous saddle fit concerns is the restriction of the shoulder's freedom to move. Some saddles slide over the shoulder blade while riding, some permanently rest on the top of the shoulders, and some pinch behind the shoulders, which inhibits full movement and leads to soreness and poor conformation. Short of buying an entirely new saddle, what can you do to give your horse the comfort to freely move his shoulders and perform at his highest potential? The saddle fit solution you have been waiting for is finally here. Totalsaddlefit.com is proud to introduce the Shoulder Relief Girth. This strategically shaped girth actually moves the girth line of your saddle back over one inch, thereby freeing your horse's shoulders from the saddle. Traditional girths pull saddles up against a horse's shoulders and often over the top of the shoulders. The Shoulder Relief Girth's recessed ends allow for the billets to buckle into the girth farther back to give your horse unparalleled freedom of motion. An added bonus to the Shoulder Relief Girth's unique design is the elbow comfort feature. The recessed ends designed for saddle fit now relieve pressure for elbow comfort as well. Similar girths can be purchased for over $275. But thanks to the enormous popularity of the shoulder relief girth, we are able to offer them for only $124.95. We are so certain that your saddle will fit better and your horse will be more comfortable, that for a limited time we are offering a 30-day, 110% money-back guarantee. If you are not totally satisfied with your shoulder relief girth, send it back for a full refund plus 10% of the purchase price. Don't wait. Order now for the best saddle fit solution available.
0: Dr. Rose's Remedies Skin Treatment Sov and Spray are 100% all natural products. They are anti inflammatory, antibacterial, antiviral, and antifungal. Dr. Roses are made with all human grade ingredients and are safe and effective for treatment for all manner of cuts and scrapes on your horse. And Dr. Roses is the must have product here at the Horse Radio Network headquarters to keep PT scooters' delicate white pasterns free from dew poisoning and scratches. Ask for Dr. Roses at your local tax store or feed supplier or visit them online at drrosesremedies.com. That's drrosesremedies.com.
2: So I'm trying to keep you guys kind of abreast on what's happening down here in Wellington. There's something really every... The
1: fun stuff, The fun fun stuff, stuff,
2: eh? exactly. (laughs) So uh, one of the really fun things that is happening here, and it's a fundraiser for USCT, and there's information on the USCT website about it. But Robert Dover has organized this America's equestrian, American equestrians got talent. So it happens literally every Wednesday. There are eight uh, weeks and then March 15th at the USCT fundraiser. um, That's that's what's happening. So – Aiden Uller, who is a friend of mine, uh, I, she teases me that I'm her second mom, uh, but I definitely, I definitely uh, wash her for her own mommy. Um, but Aiden uh, won the first week, so I've been teasing her about coming on the show and finally snagged her. Um, we're all she's working hard down here, so I said I need you for Thursday night. So she came on uh, to tell us about the America's Got Talent program. So I hope you enjoy. I am so excited tonight. We have our good friend Aiden Uhler on the line. Aiden, how are you? Great. How are you guys doing? You are fantastic. You know, we were just teasing. Um, you're so good about coming on the show. But we <laughs> have a great announcement. You were the first winner of the America's Most Talented Equestrian, weren't you? Yes.
4: <laughs> I had very,
2: very nerve-wracking. <laughs> I have had well. The no... final, the
1: final hasn't happened yet, yeah. right? Yeah. So the it's not final. Not the overall winner. You're yeah, just it's a not the overall. Winner.
2: The week one winner. So, so the overall okay. is going to happen March fifteenth uh, at the Global Dressage Festival Showgrounds, and the winner of America's America's most talented equestrian will receive a grand prize value no less than five thousand dollars. So I know. So Aiden, how did you get involved with this? Well. <laughs> it started at the Robert
5: Dover Horse Mastership Week, and during one of my lessons, uh, we were just finishing up, and Robert said to the crowd, Hey, we're having auditions at the grill, uh, like, on Wednesday night, uh, if you guys would like to come out and show your talents, and you could win $500. And my mom, being my mother, is like, Oh, Aiden can sing! And I'm like, mother, be quiet. Oh. You know, like, I'll, you tell your mother all the time when they're trying to show off. And I I have never sang in front of anyone. I only sang in the shower. And I sound <laughs> great in the shower. And I was content being there. <laughs> <laughs> but so, I, uh, so one of the days I I was like, you know what, why not? It's for 500 bucks. I can just go out and suck it up for a night and get it over with and, So I picked out my Etta James song and I went, and it was totally, totally nerve wracking. And I was shaking the whole time if you actually saw me. And Debbie thought, uh, Debbie McDonald thought I was chewing gum, but I wasn't. It was just me, like grinding my teeth at how nervous I was.
2: (laughs) Well, I I had no idea that you could sing. I mean, you beat out how many people? Like, so, well, I guess we should kind of say the rules. I guess there is a winner every week and there's going to be, there's eight weeks. And it's every Wednesday night. If you're in Wellington, it's a really fun thing to do. It's at the grill. It starts at 730. Uh, and all the the competitors that have won in the past, right, uh, can come back mm-hmm. and sing. So you you come back every week or almost every week to sing. So it's good practice because you were the first one. Yes. Working and on
5: our stage presence is what yeah. Robert says uh, we should definitely work on. And he brings everybody back and to open up the show and get ready for the new auditioners.
2: And then the auditioners that win, the eight winners, go to the March 15th event. And then I think Robert has a wild card, maybe? He can pick or, or two. So. I think he says that. I think he can pick one or two people that he feels like didn't make it in that can sing and everybody wins money, which is great. I know the five hundred dollars is in mm-hmm. Wellington, very helpful. And um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the, the winners end up and going to the finale. So tell us, can you tell us what you're singing at the finale? It's a surprise. I'm not going to let anybody know. This is okay, okay. okay.
5: But I can tell you, it's going to be fantastic. And I'm kind of sticking <laughs> to the theme. And my my, this is a one hint. I'm sticking to the kind of theme of my oldie songs that I've been singing each week, and that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> but I I'm love really it. Prepared. Is and it? Is I it only? It, on.
1: Is it only singers, guys?
5: Um, I think the last few winners have been singers. Uh, there have yeah. been some break dancers and some. There was dancers. a flamethrower. Yeah, there was a flamethrower. Flame yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. And Robert yeah. says there's supposed to be a dog act coming, I
1: what? think. What? Nice. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
2: yes. Of
1: course, there's going to be a dog act. How many dogs are down there, right?
2: Yes.
5: Exactly Got to have at
1: least one or two trained ones.
2: Trained dogs. Oh, yeah. yeah, not very many trained dogs around. I tell you that. Um, but it's <laughs> really fun. <laughs> and all of this, right, is a fundraiser for the USCT.
5: Yes. And I think uh, it's the f- whatever quest you're in uh, wins the f- final. their money goes to their discipline, I believe. Like there's a portion or something. At least that's what I've heard. Uh that with you know, a dressage rider wins and more of the money goes to help um the dressage foundation. So
2: which is great.
1: Aiden Aiden, there's a lot resting on you.
2: I know. Come
5: on,
1: Aiden.
2: (laughs) oh uh, we're we are so proud of you and i like i said aiden is a really really good singer i had no idea she's so talented and artistic and then i heard her sing and i was like oh my gosh so uh we are so proud of you and that you even made it to the finals is fantastic it's so we're gonna crazy. be cheering on
5: and you're, i think it's, Aiden, it's you're a
1: trained singer is she a train no no, no 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 no
5: no not even not even close i'm i'm just been singing in the car and in the shower and i've never (laughs) i i've never tried to look into this as a a more than just a little occupation thing that i do once in a while
1: Uh, wow (laughs) my wife sings or in the car by myself and
5: i sing really off
2: key (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I never, I don't sing anything. I'm just, I don't sing in the shower. I don't sing ever. So we are so excited and proud of you, and we will be rooting you on on the 15th for sure. So, Aiden, thanks for coming on the show and kind of um, telling us all about some of the fun things that are happening in Wellington that are going to support our team. So, thanks so much, and we look forward to uh, hearing from you in the future. Mm -hmm, No problem. It's always a pleasure being on the show. Well, we got an email shout out this week. Yes.
0: Yeah, we did. It's uh, from Casey, and Casey sent a note. She has uh, was talking about a bunch of things, but uh, she she has Gypsy, uh, Gypsy Vanners, and uh, she said, uh, "You guys do a great job, and your show always brightens my day. I really like the Dressage Radio Show. Yes, right. But yeah. but. but but horses in the morning <laughs> is my favorite." Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> just oh. saying.
2: Oh. <laughs> well, that wasn't the shout out we wanted, Glenn.
0: Yeah, that wasn't Just that thought that I'd bring the... it up. We do Glenn have a show in the mornings, us. Horses in the Morning, 9 a.m. live each uh, weekday. And you could find it at horsesinthemorning.com. A lot of fun. So I'm just saying.
2: And okay. Philip has actually come on the show. He did the morning I never How thought he would do the, the morning show. Morning, and he was five, great. Yeah. He was
0: funny, uh, entertaining. Yeah. We're going to get him to co host it one day. He'll do one it. One day. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that is nerve-wracking. Hey, Reese, when are you things. coming back to do recipes? I don't care oh, how busy you, do you are Reese down recipe. there. You've been I would love sloughing to do off. You've been, do. Sloughing, I been off. sloughing
2: off. That's actually, I think, how I interviewed for this show, and I didn't know I was interviewing. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, so I, I, I how I always question Glenn when he's like, hey, can you do this for me? Now I'm like, <laughs> I'm so what so do you fun. want? What do
0: you want? What's it all about? What's a <laughs> real what's, story? What's got yeah.
2: What do you want, Glenn? So uh, actually, Glenn, I would love to come everybody,
0: everybody that hosts, uh, that is uh, ho- hosted a show. Now we have de- we've had him on as a guest first without telling him that's what we had in mind. Except so. for
2: Philip, right? Philip was the only one. Except for
0: me? No, we threw him in the deep end. Yeah, he yeah. knew he knew we <laughs> what He was out. doing. I told yeah.
2: him. Yeah, it <laughs> worked for us. It's I worked for us. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, Reese was like, "Philip, you're just doing it." <laughs> <laughs> Philip, you have no choice. <laughs> that's true, that's true. Were yeah. you guys well, good work. friends before you started doing the show?
1: Oh yeah, um, yeah, okay. yeah. We were, we're better. I I mean, know we're better friends now because we talk every single week. Right. I didn't know I, how close you were before.
0: Yeah, we
2: were. We were definitely friends before, but. Um, you know now like we we you know we vacation with Philip and Meredith, Travis and I and Travis and Philip get along great. So yeah. so it has it has turned into much more of a friendship between the four of us as well. We're going to go to Vegas for the World Cha- for the World Cup. So uh yeah, so not as much. Yeah. Um we weren't as close of friends as we are now.
0: Well, I got to say there's one thing we have to say here and uh we'll put Philip on mute. Um, that that his wife Meredith, is just the loveliest person. Uh, how she ended up with Philip, I'm not quite sure. Agreed. But uh, she is so lovely. She she's is awesome. she's wonderful. I yeah. can be
1: I can be charming when I want to be. that's what my mom. That's what my mom always says. Oh, you can be charming when you want to be. <laughs> so. And she,
2: they're so cute together. They like. are. So we were we, Philip and I. Actually, we didn't say this, but we went to watch the um, special. The Grand Prix special for the five star, which was fun, and he just like tapped Meredith, and she like whipped out sunscreen for him, and I was (laughs) like, "Oh, Philip, I don't know how you got so lucky."
0: Well, (laughs) we know each other very well. That's the key. It was so, and I have to say this too because I had a chance to sit with Meredith while you were doing a lesson with Reese, and she is very proud of her husband too. So (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) I have to say that. Oh, I'm just kidding, Philip. (laughs) Oh, I
1: would I tease Philip
2: so hard one day. He was like, too much teasing. It's enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, I brought these pants down that I was going to wear to polo, and then they couldn't fit. And oh, all did you guys end up to going to polo?
2: We did go to polo. And oh, it, was it was funny. Was I was teasing okay. him. I was like, oh, look, Philip! Oh, you have a little what winter is, baby. Winter belly.
0: There you go, my <laughs> winter belly. Did you bring your helpers there, Reese, because uh, they get to the drool over the hot polo guys all day?
2: We we yeah, did. Okay. We, yeah. we we did. It, the, it was great. It was a lot of we oh, saw really? on Rojo and the girls, like they were, Polo, it, it, again, we forgot to mention that in our intro, but Polo is really fun. If you come to Wellington, you sort of have to go to Polo because it's just. Well,
0: that's how Wellington started was Polo, actually. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's
2: ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. The cars and the people. The amount of people and, that
1: go, yeah. And just the outfits and the, it's, it's a really good, you know, people watching experience and. There are fun and...
0: There's a farm next to Reese's That is a polo farm And it has these m- oh, yeah. amazing barns With probably what yeah. 200 stalls I mean, it's amazing yeah, it's huge. Monolith, yeah, it's like castle-like confident. barns Yeah, And it's for sale There's like five polo fields there Perfectly, immaculately huh. maintained <laughs> And it's for sale. We looked it up. It's $32 million if you want to buy it, Reese. Yep.
2: Oh, I know. Right? Well, you know, I'll just, well, yeah. I think I have 32 million. <laughs> so there's no
0: dressage ring. There's no dressage yeah, ring. Yeah. yeah there's
2: just no I think you can ride yeah.
0: on the polo fields. They are just like amazing. Yeah. You can just ride on the polo
2: fields. <laughs> well, you know what? There was a polo game going on there yesterday, and I was riding my sweet Denali. He was not as impressed with the polo as <laughs> I was. I was like, Denali, let's watch polo. And he was like, oh, oh, no. No. Oh, no,
0: no. I don't know what that Stick i a ball. There. I'm out of here. <laughs>
2: I'm out. I'm out. I'm not doing it. So, uh, yeah. But, uh, but we forgot to mention that we did polo, and it really is something. It's 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 pretty reasonable. They have a website You can go on. Did and Did you? Tickets. There's
0: two things you have to do at polo every time you go: is drink and stomp divots. Did you accomplish yes. both? And yep. then you get champagne and Yeah, and
2: fudgicles. They give you fuds. Oh really? Fuzz, oh, yeah. Champagne. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Free, it's I don't. free
1: champagne and free fudgicles. Yeah. <laughs>
2: And you have your dress and your champagne and your fetchicle, and it's dripping. It's Yeah, it's a little bit intense, but it's fun. The first polo
0: match I ever saw was at the Kentucky Horse Park like 25 years ago. We made our first trip to Kentucky when the Kentucky Horse Park was much smaller. And out in the front field there where they play polo, uh, they were having the national championships. So the first polo match I ever saw was the national championships. (laughs) And spectators, three helicopters came in and landed that were spectators coming to watch. Yeah. Uh, that's the kind of crowd that was there. And it, so beyond. I really got to be initiated into polo with the best polo in the country.
2: Yeah, you did. Yeah. Well, and I will tell you, for some wherever our farm is, we must be on the flight pattern for the helicopters for the horse show or pillow or whatever. Because let me tell you, Thursday, because everyone's starting to come in for the horse show, on Thursday, I probably saw 15, 20 helicopters today. Crazy. Crazy, that's crazy. crazy.
0: Like yeah, I said, they a lot of time. people with money in Wellington. Yeah,
2: exactly, <laughs> exactly. So these are a few things I hope everybody enjoyed hearing about our, our weekend in Wellington. A couple things to do if you come down. Uh, but it was a lot of fun to have the guys down. And I hope they. I hope we can do it again for sure. Um, so. All but right, anyways, let's wrap it up. We're wrapping it up. So you can find <laughs> our show notes and links to today's guests on our website, dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook, just search Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Radio. My website is maplecrestfarmky.com and my email is reese at horseradionetwork.com.
1: You can find me at philipparksequestrian.com and my email is philip at horseradionetwork.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors for allowing us to put on a show. And don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at
0: Horses Horse in the Morning. Horses in the Morning.com. Horses in the i Horses in the Morning. Com. The morning. Com. <laughs> the morning. Yeah.
4: I'm
2: going to do, do a recipe, Glenn. When are we doing this?
0: All right. Well, we'll, we'll get that set up. We'll definitely get that set up.
2: <laughs> well, everybody, keep your heels down and your shoulders back. And we will talk
0: to you next week. And happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Oh, happy Valentine's Day, Day boys. <laughs>